0: grumpy old geeks a weekly talk show hosted by brian schulmeister and jason de discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame welcome to grumpy old geeks i'm jason de and
1: i'm brian schulmeister spring has sprung in toronto jason okay what does that mean there's no fucking snow Okay. (laughs) It's still cold, but there's no snow. And what I've discovered is that means it's also construction season. Uh, Our neighbor is uh, rebuilding their deck, which involves tearing it down completely and building a new one. So hopefully it won't be too loud. We've also, uh, I also happen to live very close to High Park, which is the largest park in Toronto. It's quite beautiful. And they have uh, cherry blossoms, which have bloomed which also means that the entire city of Toronto is packed into four square blocks right around my house, all of them honking <laughs> at each other, trying to find parking to go see the cherry blossoms. So we'll see. All we'll right. see how loud this this recording is.
0: Okay. Well, I'm on a new microphone in a different room on a completely different setup. So, it's, <laughs> oh yeah, all the fun things. All yeah, the fun hey, things. It's life. It is. It is. I do remember I miss springtime in Chicago because – after being stuck inside for that entire winter, that mm-hmm. first warm day. People women, go nuts. For, women forget to wear clothes. It's awesome. Yeah. It's <laughs> it pretty the, nice. It is the best day to go down to the lake. That was always <laughs> that was always day one. It's like, hey, spring, it's gonna be sixty-nine degrees today. And it's like, here we go.
1: All right. Micro bikini time.
0: <laughs> That's it. That's it. Thank you so yeah. much, Mother Nature. Yes. For, for all of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we got a little follow-up here from Matthias. I just thought this was a funny story, so I want to share. Uh Matthias says, hey, you. I just have to throw a tidbit of my own internet history to you. Once I was working in the music business. At the time, Napster was kind of new. At our office, we had a visitor, the CEO of Universal Music. Can't remember his name, but around year 2000, my CEO tasked me to show Napster to him. The Universal CEO asked if I could search for Metallica. I did, and his only response was, with force, fuck. Smiley face.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I had a similar discussion. I can't, I can't even remember which label it was anymore. It would have been Warner or Atlantic, I guess. And I was on a conference call and it was asked, uh, how do we get our stuff off of Napster? And I just said, you don't. You don't. <laughs> it's
0: done. <laughs> you don't. Nope. Nope. So, the horses have left the barn.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks for that little story, Matthias. Uh, we did get some feedback on a piece of news that we covered about gravity batteries and the uh-huh. people dropping big blocks of stuff down wells. Well, the feedback said, "Nah, that ain't never going to work. Well, there are a couple companies out there that are going to try and prove you wrong. So – uh, we've got uh, two companies around the world that are trying to basically see if this is viable. So they're building—they built these 400 and some foot towers mm-hmm. with 24 ton blocks of okay. basically just compressed dirt that they're going to throw off at night. Yay! All right, <laughs> that's <laughs> science, okay. man. Let's see if it works. Hey, I'm—I'm I'm up for it. Let's see. Let's see if yeah. it works. I'm, yep. I'm so, do it. yeah, the, the, the point is that they use solar power during the day to hoist them up. They yep. store them till it gets dark and then the solar power goes away, which is when most people generally flip over to carbon spewing energy. So they're going to try and see if this will give them at least as much, if not more. If it gave more, <laughs> then that would be. <laughs> well, that would solve a lot of cool. problems. <laughs> that really would solve a lot of problems. Yes. Um but at least uh, at least a, you know, viable amount of electricity since the you – know, technically during the day if it's solar and it's already free. So, you know. Yep. See how it works. My fingers are crossed for them because I really want this to work. Yeah, it'd be cool. And a follow-up to me checking Elizabeth Holmes's baby, you know, yep. just to see if I was rubbing her tummy. Well, uh, she did have the kid three months ago. Mm-hmm. And I love this. Uh, just the, the title of this article, Elizabeth Holmes's daughter's name may be narcissism at its finest. <laughs> So the uh, the child's name is Invicta, which is uh-huh. a feminized version of the Latin word meaning unconquered. Mm. Yet. <laughs> what's, the, what's, la- what's the feminized Latin for yet?
1: <laughs> yeah, for just pushed off for a few weeks again. You know, like again.
0: mother-like daughter, I'm sure. That, uh, yeah, gonna I was going to go in
1: for some sort of joke about she tried to have the birth of her daughter delayed by three weeks, but her lawyers weren't able to pull it off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she has delayed the start of her uh, 11-year prison sentence yet again by lodging yet another appeal that the lawyers have looked at and went, "No, oh, you got to be kidding me." So, just mm-hmm. just get it over with. Go go
0: go away. I'm not very knowledgeable of the law, but it would be nice if someone filed an appeal and if they lose the appeal, it's like double or nothing. They get twice <laughs> the sentence they originally had. <laughs> I know that's probably antithetical to the way the justice system is supposed to work, but, you yeah, know. That, that, yeah, it's not
1: really justice. It's more Vegas style. I like that, though. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Spin the wheel of Invictus. In the news. So, from the, no, seriously, do not quit your day job <laughs> files. The hits keep on coming. And now who even knew Clubhouse was still around? Clubhouse was one of those wonderful companies that uh, you and I watched everybody fawn over, get boners over. We had to put up with months and months of Clubhouse. Is the new hotness. It is changing the world. It is everything. Uh. And you and I were just like, this is the dumbest
0: thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking, it's a meeting without video. That's it. Yeah. It's just a it's, a, it's another fucking meeting you got to attend.
1: Jesus. Well, the once hyped <laughs> audio app that took off during the height of the pandemic is laying off staff as part of a company. Reset, the startup announced. I'm not sure if you hire, if you fire half your company, that's just called laying off some people. That's that's that's
0: more than a haircut. Yeah. It's a yeah. little more than a haircut.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are scaling back their organization by over fifty percent and saying goodbye to many talented, dedicated teammates. Now, reportedly and interestingly enough, they still say they're val well, they were valued at four billion dollars in twenty twenty one, which tells you just how crazy we all were during the pandemic. Yeah. You know what else was valued at four billion dollars? A pallet of poo paper from Costco.
0: <laughs> that's true. In a and they cases were both just cloth. about as useful. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, but they say they're still well-funded with years of runway remaining, which means once you fire half your staff, that increases your runway. And then when you get near the end of that runway, you fire half of the half of the staff that's left, and then the runway keeps getting longer. Amazing how that works. Clubhouse 2.0, entropy edition. Yes, well, they're focusing on Clubhouse 2.0. That is in their press release, although mm-hmm. they did not elaborate on what that may be because it's dumb.
0: I know this This whole article could be... Uh... Pivot without saying pivot.
1: Yes. (laughs) Or any idea of what to actually do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Lyft is also laying off 26% of their employees. Now we've all known this is happening for a long time. There's A, no money in this industry. And B, there can be only one. And Uber is way ahead. So what they're going to do, I don't know. They've got to try to sell, but who's going to buy them at this point? So they're basically getting rid of uh, 26% of their staff as well. And then, if you really want to get depressed, there's the link in our show notes. All the big tech layoffs of 2023. I will just lift the com- list the companies that they discuss: Lyft, Dropbox, Roku, Lucid Motors, Meta, Rivian, Zoom, Yahoo, Dell, Deliveroo, DocuSign, GitLab, Godaddy, Twilio, Google, Amazon, Coinbase, IBM, Microsoft, PayPal, Salesforce, SAP, Spotify, and Wayfair.
0: All right, all right, it gets to keep so, on coming. It's right. Uh, so I you just- know what? You don't like
1: your boss? Suck it up. <laughs> Because ain't nobody hiring right now.
0: Nope, not at all. And I want to pr- pr- point out one thing from that first Lyft article. It says at the in the article, while neither Lyft nor Uber has turned to profit on an annual basis, Uber was profitable last quarter thanks to investments in other businesses. Now, if yes. your profit comes from other businesses, is your is your business profitable?
1: <laughs> Let us not forget <laughs> the great Tesla purchase of Bitcoin that then he hyped oh, and yes. dumped, which made them a lot of money.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm yeah there is yep. that too. There is yep. that too and i and since this is you know earnings week, I do want to talk about this for a second because I saw it come through. It says Pinterest said first quarter revenue grew nearly five percent year over year. however, the company's operating loss widened to more than two hundred and forty three million dollars up from less than four million dollars this time last year that was okay. Pinterest, who basically yeah. steals, steals everybody's content. shit and just posts yeah. it on a fucking message board. How can you spend how can you lose 243 million dollars by posting other people's shit? Are they do you think they're getting uh, sued? I
1: wonder. I don't know. That's pretty incredible. How yeah, I I I don't even
0: pretend to understand. No, I mean, it's, it, it is no secret that we do not understand how Pinterest exists, let alone is a business, let yeah. alone is a public business.
1: Yes, you're exactly right. First off, it should not exist at all. It is basically just a copyright and IP infringement company. Secondly, uh, what? <laughs> how, <laughs> how can you be running this company so poorly? Anyways.
0: Yes, okay. I know. Uh, apparently, they they left out the golden parachute for the the last CEO that was two hundred and forty two point nine million dollars. <laughs> Jesus, amazing. amazing! And I did talk last episode about how you know, okay, Bitcoin is destroying the world still, blah 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 blah, and how everybody just you know grab your ankles because here it comes. Uh, these AI LLMs are going to start destroying the world. But now we know at least we ha- we can put a cost to how much it costs mm-hmm. to just run the front end of one. This isn't even training. So the, the, the estimate right now is open AI to mm-hmm. just to run chat GPT for one day mm-hmm. costs about $700,000. <laughs> wow.
1: I guarantee you, you, they're not getting that in twenty buck-a-month subscriptions.
0: No, no, no. You would think you would think they may be running Pinterest with that kind of loss.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's not surprising at this point that it, they'd be running at a loss. That's that's going to
0: happen. It's just, um,
1: man, that's a lot of money.
0: So, follow me on this one. Microsoft pumps thirteen billion dollars in total investment so far yep. into OpenAI, right? Yep. And so they know damn good and well, most of that money is just going to boomerang right back to them in Mm -hmm. fucking Azure fees. Yep. And when that's all done, they still own a giant chunk of open AI. So to me, this may be the most genius business deal since the original Microsoft deal with IBM back in the early days of the PC.
1: What it's, have it's I amazing. said? Full disclosure, I own both Apple and Microsoft stock. What have I always said about Microsoft stock? Apple is the big sexy. Microsoft is the workhorse.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, this is, this is just one amazing business deal for Microsoft. It- Microsoft, man, you know, I, people, people love to hate. I love Microsoft. I love Microsoft. I love Microsoft stock. Well, I'm not a huge Microsoft fan, but, you know, they get the job done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would like to also point out that you – I don't know if you've seen this in the news recently. uh, Reddit and now Twitter is tickling the idea. They're going to start charging uh, these companies that want to train their AI models on – and they call it their data. Like Pinterest? Yeah, like just like Pinterest. It's their data. It's their data. I scraped it off the web. It's mine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So so if if Reddit and Twitter and any of these other companies who take your content, post it Mm -hmm. and then resell it blatantly now. uh, So is it really your data anymore? And I would say no. And I would say that there is a class action lawsuit if there's not a way to opt out of that. Uh, yes, that would be yep. – uh, you know what that probably would be? Very short-lived because they would say, read the terms of service where yeah, it says we can do this. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we all signed up for it. We all know it, it was there. Uh, I There was an article that I forgot to put in last week's episode, and it had a link to a form where you could put in your URL. I think this is a, a New York Times uh, article. I'll see if I can dig it back up. But you could put in your URL and see if it's part of – the GPT-4 model, or maybe right. it was GPT-3, um, but it was one of the major open AI LLMs that, that you could check and see if your your, your website is in there. Right. In a, right. And ours, were, ours is in there. Uh, one of my <laughs> two personal domains is in there, which is why my bio got so much better from three and a half, I think, three and a half to four, because they finally scraped my website that had my bio on it. But right. uh, it's kind of fun to go check that stuff out. But... Yeah, I don't know. OpenAI who is right now they're they're pleading. They're pleading with the patent and trademark office to let them try and get their uh their application to trademark GPT through. Right. Uh and the patent office said, "Now nah, you can wait just like everybody else." <laughs> uh Yeah. So there's some back and forth in this article that I that I linked to that is actually kind of fascinating uh because of the, the technology names inside of GPT because mm-hmm. Transformer is, has a prior use by Google. So it may be a problem, but then they're coming back saying, well, IBM had the word machine in it and, you know, so <laughs> right. could, could go one way or the other, but uh, I don't know if they're going to get it or not. This is, this is one of those ones we could do a Vegas style bet on. What do you think?
1: Uh, I don't think they're going to get it. I think it's going to become, you know, the Kleenex kind of thing. It's just, they're going to be like, you you basically just have an acronym that stands for something that everybody is using. How are you going to
0: trademark that? <laughs> right, so, that nobody actually knows what it means. Yeah, exactly. I, I'd
1: be shocked if they won, but stranger things have happened.
0: Yeah. I mean, they put it in long enough and they're, they're claiming that they were using GPT uh, way back in 2018 right but uh yeah but google's uh name of tra- they, the their transformer came out in 2017 so there is there's still prior art even if they go back to the beginning of open ai yeah
1: yeah so. well uh jason cast back your mind to uh just you know decades ago before chat gpt was the new hotness and we were all oh the dark talking, times the dark we were ages. all talking <laughs> about the deep fakes and worried about the deep fake videos and how we were just discussing about how how are we going to be able to tell the difference between what is real and what is what's a deep fake or an ai generated video well shit it's all <laughs> over <laughs> okay doesn't what matter happened? anymore uh, republicans have had a prepared fully ai generated ad ready to go to respond to whenever president joe biden officially announces his re-election campaign which he did earlier this week and they unleashed the dogs on us so this is a completely completely ai generated ad uh, showing basically that the world will fall apart, of course, if Biden wins again. Okay.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Is it any good? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> All right. But nothing matters. Now, they didn't do anything like crazy. They didn't like fucking drop Pepe the frog in there or have Biden like, you know, With open his, laser his jaw, eyes. open his <laughs> jaw like from V and eat Kamala or anything like that, <laughs> which, you know, yeah, no, no, you know, doing anything to children or anything. But it is basically, yeah, like none of none of the video in this is real. And that is a fucking new thing, man. <laughs> it's yeah. a weird thing.
0: <laughs> All right. You got to break new ground. <laughs> yep. they sure did. <laughs> I expect that this is just going to be normal moving forward. Yeah. I mean, somebody had to take the first step in the end of society. So why yeah. why would it be not the RNC? The RNC? <laughs>
1: exactly. It's kind of on brand for them. I,
0: they, they are sta- they're sticking to the script is all I'm saying. <laughs> they're just sticking to the script.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of sticking to the script, uh, mm-hmm. Daniel Eck over at Spotify, he's worried about AI. He, he But he says it's cool and it's scary and it may pose a risk to the creative industry. Can you someone a... like your product? <laughs> exactly. I just think he's worried that he's going to lose the crown. That's what he's pissed <laughs> off about. Right. He will no longer be the destroyer of livelihoods. I'm just That's saying. A good so. Name for him. A good yeah. Name for him.
1: Now, I know last week I put the kibosh on Twitter stories, but how could you not put this headline in there and just okay. one quote from it? How Elon Musk turned the blue check mark into a scarlet letter. and that this paragraph is great the masses are not balking at paying for Twitter blue because they're trying to shelter themselves within a crumbling elitist internet order but because they think Musk is offering an unworthy product and he's also a dickhead (laughs) (laughs) well they're not
0: wrong that seems to be the way it's playing out online (laughs) and and you may notice if you see me on Twitter I have a blue check mark you do? yep you know why? no because I hate, I hate these fucking people who are just Frankensteining and piling on to anybody that has one oh, saying okay. that you're a horrible person. Well, you know what? I'm a contrarian motherfucker, so I went and you got are. one just to say fuck you to the groupthink out there that's going on. And I'm just like, screw you guys. There's actually some useful shit in Twitter blue. I turned it off because Elon is a dickhead, but I turned yep. it back on because you're being a bigger dickhead. So fuck you. So how's you. Twitter going? <laughs> the same shit different day i still get some good news off of it i've got i'm yeah, curated me too, me too. Yeah.
1: i've got a curated list and my list is fine sure yeah. a lot of people have left or they post less but who
0: the people that still do it's good yeah. i haven't noticed a quality difference except it may have gone up a little bit uh,
1: I, I think we're going to be in for a bit of a rough ride over the next week or two blue sky is actually unbelievably seemingly picking up a bit of steam
0: yeah but no, for the ten the people that can did. get in you know yeah, yeah that's the problem they're, yeah. they're scaling.
1: They're scaling smartly, actually. I think yeah. it's good. They're building up. They're building up buzz on on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter, it's like they're the Voldemort. So it's it's the service that must not be named because apparently, if you do like name it
0: and link in, you get shadow banned. Oh, great! Because, because Elon, you know. Oh, but uh, yeah. I mean, I signed up for the beta or the the list like day one, right. and I didn't haven't gotten in. But you know, Jack and I never really. Got along in real life. So maybe he just, maybe he shadow banned me. Fuck. Yeah. He beard banned you. He That's did. Where he everything goes. Yeah. You know, it, it it's that a is ham justifi- sandwich and Jason in there. <laughs> it is justifiable. You know, he does, <laughs> yeah, well, Jason,
1: you did a lot of things in your 20s that basically should get you permabanned from any services from any of these people
0: ever. Oh, I should have been kicked off the internet a long time <laughs> yeah, ago. You really should. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, Anyway. <laughs> Since you put that in, I felt free to put in my SpaceX news this week because we did see We said see... SpaceX was fair game. Okay, okay. Um so Starship popped yep. up, went boom, and yep. uh made a big hole. <laughs> and it did more than go boom, it boomed everything. <laughs> yeah, it did it did boom everything. It was like me on the internet in my 20s actually. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> and it was all because of one oh, man. Oh look, he's
1: launching! Oh shit, he exploded up there! Oh shit, he blew up everything down beneath him too!
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and and like my twenties, and and this new SpaceX debacle, it was all be, it, it all focuses around the arrogance of one stupid man. Back yes, then one it was person me. did not listen. Now, now it's yes, exactly. Now it's Elon. So, it, I, I, we have to throw back to October seventh of twenty twenty, where Elon tweeted aspiring to have no flame diverter in Boca, but this could turn out to be a mistake. Oh, it did. It It turned out to be a real mistake. In fact, environmental groups are getting ready to sue your ass because you've destroyed entire environments for almost 100 miles. Yep. So, that oh. that hey, you know, we learn everything from every launch, and this this one was no different. It oh, shit, that a, stuff that they learned before? <laughs> Should have done that. Yeah, it takes on a different tone when you don't actually learn from your mistakes. So, <laughs> um, I do believe the next time we see Starship launch, it will be from Cape Canaveral in Florida. It will not be from a swamp in Texas. Yes, that did not use any of the technology or hard-earned lessons. Yeah. A technology, which I'd like to point out, is a ditch in some water. <laughs> that is the technology. It's a ditch in some fucking water. That's all you needed to do. He all wanted right. to raw dog Texas, and he did. He did. So let's talk about uh, Elon's ex-wife
1: because she, uh, she, she, had had of of she had a bit of a week on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, yes, she did. Yeah, she decided uh, Canadian synth pop artist Grimes uh, said, AI artists can use her voice without worrying about copyright or legal enforcement. I'll split 50% royalties on any successful AI-generated song that uses my voice. Same deal as I would with any artist I collab with, she tweeted. Feel free to use my voice without penalty. I have no label and no legal bindings. I think it's cool to be fused with a machine, and I like the idea of open sourcing all art and killing copyright, she added. Her offer to split royalties says it would apply to any successful AI song using her voice, leaving some confusion over where the cutoff is. I would like to point out at this point that this is in no way whatsoever killing copyright. Nope. She is very much keeping her copyright and licensing yep. the use of her voice, nor is she allowing people to use her voice without penalty. If she is expecting 50% of royalties, and this being the music industry, there will indeed be a penalty if there is a successful song that does so without paying said royalties. <laughs> yeah. Once again, words have meaning and often legal meaning, even if you're Grimes. Now, didn't stop there because other people <laughs> pointed out the same sorts of things that I was thinking when I read this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, continue. After telling her fans that she's down with open sourcing all art and killing copyright in the series of tweets and offering to split the royalties, she realized that there might need to be some guardrails after all. <laughs> <laughs> Has she learned nothing from her ex-husband? Well, I think her lawyers read her tweets. Okay, <laughs> hate this part, but we may do copyright takedowns only for really, really toxic lyrics with Grimes' voice, she tweeted on Monday afternoon.
0: Too late. Too late. Yeah. You already <laughs> said. You already said.
1: <laughs> IMO, you'd really have to push it for me to want to take something down, but I guess please don't be the worst, as in try not to exit the current Overtone window of lyrical content with regards to sex and violence like no baby murder songs,
0: please. <sighs> oh, so I can't, I, can't have, I can't have Grimes do Last Caress? I like mo- baby <laughs> The mother of two
1: with ex-Elon Musk then went further, much like her ex-husband, openly debating with herself whether <laughs> issuing takedown notices, often making the open call for Grimes songs with no limits, would make her a hypocrite. I think I'm Stray Sand affecting this now, but I don't want to have to issue a takedown notice and be a hypocrite later, she said in reference to an attempt to censor or hide a piece of information. Shut the fuck
0: up! You know that internal voice, Grimes? That's supposed to stay internal. You're not supposed to tweet it. <laughs> The entire I'm to float through. this idea of like, go ahead and do whatever you want.
1: Wait, hold on a second.
0: Wait, I may have fucked up.
1: I was a little stoned. I rethought this. God. Anyways, <laughs> my god, It's fucking people with too much fucking money.
0: Yeah,
1: too much money, not enough sense. Yep, I'm sure her team
0: must. It must be a treat to be part of her team. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We've worked with some rough people, but man, can you imagine? I would kill myself. I, I would kill her. <laughs> Let's skip the middleman. Hey, don't to the turn source. that
1: into a song, though, because she'd be forced to issue a copyright oh, infringement man. because that would involve violence, Jason.
0: Okay. 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 <laughs> anyway, speaking of toxic people, uh, oh, yes, Nick Clegg is back in the news, sort That's of. Right. Uh this is this is a nothing story so we'll just tack it on at the end here. Meta's Clegg invokes anti-China rhetoric against TikTok. So now he's saying, yeah, TikTok has an unfair advantage. They should be banned because they're beating us. That's why. <laughs> That's
1: yeah. He's
0: he's jumping on he, he sees an opportunity that he can take out a, a competitor and he's going to yep. take it. Cuz yep. he's sure. a soulless piece of shit. Today's
1: episode is sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network, also known as a VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, your internet service provider is storing your browsing data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access, or PIA, can help. PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geoblock content around the world. PIA comes with an easy-to-use app, and browser extensions for all devices, a rock-solid privacy policy, open-source security, advanced customization settings, and it was just ranked the fastest VPN in the world by PCMag. If you sign up with PIA right now, you can take advantage of a special deal only for GOG listeners. By using our link, VPN, you can get complete digital privacy for less than $2 a month and four extra months for free, which means only $1.98 a month and up to 83% off. That's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other VPN on the market, and if you get it right now, you can take PIA's 30-day risk-free challenge. You can try it out for 30 days and see if you like it. If not, just return it for a full refund. So go to gog.show/vpn and try out the best VPN on the planet completely risk-free. That's gog.show/vpn.
0: Okay, it's time to commit.
1: Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana.
0: Brian, have you seen Highlander 2, The Quickening?
1: No, because there could be only one. Yeah, there should have been only one. There should <laughs> yes, have been I, only I, one. I, I'm sure I probably did see this at some point. It has been buried in the mists of time and it probably was horrible.
0: There are two versions of Highlander 2. There is the director's cut and then there's the original theatrical cut. Mm -hmm. The the original theatrical cut is the first one I saw because I saw it the day it came out because I was such a huge fan of Highlander. And I went with my friend Robert Fogarty who is Mm -hmm. the voice of GOG. Well, he has he's been playing around with ChatGPT, and uh, he says, here's my most recent exchange with ChatGPT. And he says, please answer this as Sean Connery. What is the planet Zeist? And there are two different versions of the planet Zeist between the two different cuts. But I'm going to let thanks – to, thanks to AI, AI will answer the question and will, will actually speak the answer to the question as Sean Connery. Well, if I may, the planet Zeist is a wee bit of a mystery, isn't it? Some might say it's a fantastical place from a film I had the pleasure of starring in called Highlander 2, The Quickening. But truth be told, the concept of Zeist wasn't exactly crystal clear, even to me. And the film didn't quite live up to the expectations of our loyal Highlander fans. So let's just say that Zeist is a place best left to the imagination, eh? I would like to point out that that mic bump that you hear in there was added by the AI, not by me. (laughs) Interesting. That's it. That was pretty close. That, that was good. only that was only trained on three samples. I got 22 to go if I want to right. really run it out. Yeah. Um, but I, th- yeah, that was fun because yeah. ChatGPT fucking nailed the answer and 11 yes. labs nailed the voice. So yeah. pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty fun.
1: Uh, I went to a movie theater this past weekend for the first time since pre-pandemic.
0: Ooh, how was that? Uh, it was fine. Any PTSD um, kick in?
1: No, no, I was okay. The the oh, You've you know, been to concerts
0: I, and stuff, so... Yeah, I've been to
1: concerts and stuff, so I've been around people. I just haven't been in a movie theater, and we took our kid, obviously, so uh, we saw the Super Mario Brothers movie. Not bad. Yeah, that's what Dave said. I wouldn't go as an adult without a kid and watch it, but, you know, yeah, the kid, sure, yeah. You know, uh, Jack... Okay, Jack Black did Jack Black. Jack Black doing Jack Black, perfect for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Jack Black doing Jack Black, not so good in Star Wars universe.
0: <laughs> it's so funny. I, I was thinking, wasn't he just in Picard? No, that was, uh, <laughs> I really had to think for a second. Like what fucking show was he just Mandalorian.
1: in? Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. So did not work there, but I mean, he was the saving grace of this movie. He was awesome in it. It was really funny.
0: I loves me some Jack Black.
1: Yeah. Uh, caught up with succession. All right. Um, I think I'm a hundred percent on board with your initial thought after, after the passing of the main character, mm-hmm. um, don't need seven episodes of the kids fighting. No, no. no. Could, they could have done it in two or three and it would have been fine.
0: Yeah, I think three would have been good. Three would have been good. They are they are kind of dragging it out. I did really like the episode, though. This I, last did too. Episode. I did too. It was good. It yeah. was
1: definitely good. I just don't know if I want to see six more of them like that.
0: <laughs> I'm sticking with it. I mean, it's still great yeah. writing and I yeah. still am invested in the characters. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And uh, I also caught
1: up with Ted Lasso, which I... Uh, I I I do hope they end the show with this season. I think there's too many storylines going on. A couple of them I don't even care about. I was so thrilled that they actually got back to playing soccer and talking about soccer in this episode. I was like, thank God, finally. So,
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, this was episode seven, so there's not that many left. So they need yeah. to start. They need to start wrapping up. You know. Yep. Yep. I think um, I liked too. it. It was okay. Yeah, it's fine. It it doesn't have the
1: magic of the first season.
0: Nothing does, you know. That was so out of left field. And at the time, we all needed it. Yep. You know, so it's a different time now. Now we have Black Mirror coming back and it's like, okay, I'm in. (laughs) Could not watch Black Mirror during the pandemic, but now, yeah, bring it on. Yeah, bring it on. Uh, I watched a new show on Apple TV Plus or is a movie called Ghosted. Yes, yes. you, can't, you seen, can't turn on your Apple TV without getting an ad for it, so.
1: No, you cannot. You can't go anywhere on the internet without getting an ad for it. But the the reviews I've seen have been uniformly, this is crap. It
0: is. It's a low-rent okay. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but it's fun. I loved All right. it. We we okay. just sat around on a Saturday and watched it. It's like those Kevin Hart movies. They're not good movies, but they're enjoyable. It's, you know, it's the Adam Sandler effect. Gotcha. Understood. So, yeah, if you just need something to watch that's you know that you really don't have to think or when you don't want to think, this is it. It's a great little right. it's a great little time waster to watch with somebody that you just want to kill some time with, you know?
1: Perfect. All right. Yep. Maybe I'll give it a go. Mm-hmm. Uh the Witcher season 3 trailer is out. This is notable because it's Henry Cavill's final turn as Geralt of Rivia. Uh he will not be returning to the show. I don't He's not Superman anymore, so I'm not entirely sure why he's not coming back anymore,
0: but he's not. Contracts. He, I think the contracts be, were signed, uh, so yeah, he can't he come be, back.
1: He'll be replaced by the lesser Hemsworth. Okay. Liam.
0: Liam. Liam's the yeah. one that was in uh, Westworld, right? Or was, was that so. was Hepo oh <laughs> Heppo I, was, I don't know. <laughs> Hepo. <laughs> Good deep call, man. i tried trying. You didn't <laughs> even go for one of the main ones. <laughs> no, it's... So nice. um, And uh, in interesting news, Succession's Brian Cox is going to play villain in the Bond themed reality show. He's going to play the controller in uh, Amazon's uh, 007's Road to a Million, which is basically a direct ripoff of the mole. So they're going to try and out mole the mole. Okay,
1: I have I have one bit of of advice or a thought uh, for you, Amazon. I'm going to give this to you free. You've signed up one Brian Cox to be a supervillain. I would say sign the other Brian Cox as well because he kind of looks like a supervillain already with his dark hair and his—he's got the English accent and everything—and have the two Brian Coxes be both villains in the same 007 thing. Ooh, that would be kind of fun. Yeah, dueling Cox. <laughs> <laughs> you, Long way you, to go you for that joke. that. No, no, that just came together <laughs> right now, but. Man, I had to go a long way for it.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Apps and doodads. I mentioned last episode, Brian, that uh, Apple has a history of just taking other people's shit, right? Yep. Well, yep, yep, Wall Street Journal comes along with an article just just in time that says when Apple comes (laughs) calling, it's the kiss of death. And it's an entire article about how they've been doing this through their entire history. Taking yeah. finding a great idea. And it is called Sherlocking for a reason because search on Mac OS originally was from a company called Sherlock. And mm-hmm. Apple came and just Sherlocked them. Took it, yeah. ran with it, did it. So yeah. and they're going to be doing it again. <laughs> this time, <laughs> this time, day one is in their sights because they're going Apple is going to be launching a journaling app in iOS 17. And the real shit thing about this is Apple has introspection to everything that you do on its yep. system. It's
1: immediately going to be way more valuable and useful than any other app you've ever had.
0: Yeah, that's the problem. It's going to look <laughs> worse. It's going to. It's going to. It's, it's. It's like the podcast app. It's going to take ten years. It'll be usable. Yeah. Um, I I still use Day One daily, and I'm going to stick with it just because I'm I'm invested in the ecosystem, and I highly doubt that Apple is going to have a Day One importer come along. Because I don't even know if day one has an exporter. I'm sure they do. Yeah. It's automatic. You know, Matt Mullenweg and that crew now uh, since they bought it. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, it's not good for day one. But No, no. You, what are you going to do? You got, you you got Apple. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: something else Apple is doing. Bloomberg, Bloomberg sources are claiming that Apple is developing an AI-based health coach nicknamed Quartz. So there must have been a company called Quartz that was doing an AI trainer.
0: Yeah. Well they, they, they just uh, it. The, Yeah, the code <laughs> the code name for uh the uh the journaling app is called Jurassic. So right. somebody was somebody who's watching raptors eat somebody and they're like, yeah, that's what we're gonna do to day one.
1: <laughs> yeah. So this will draw on Apple Watch data to create personalized programs for exercise, diet, and sleep. Uh this will require a subscription. One will assume it'll just be part of Apple One and launch sometime in twenty twenty four, provided nothing changes. That's actually kind of cool. Um I wouldn't mind that. My, my biggest complaint about the AI or about Apple Fitness is, is there's no like pre-planned um, workout programs. You just kind of select whatever you want to do and do that. Mm-hmm. It's not like Beachbody did like, you know, here's a six-week course. That's something that this AI-based thing could presume, presumably make for you. That would be which nice. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Can you use Apple Health yet on the Apple TV or the exercise app without owning an Apple Watch?
1: You can do it with your phone now. So oh. you have to have either an iPhone or a watch.
0: Okay. Oh, well, that's good. Because yeah. yeah. I just set up that whole workout area in my garage with that monster TV, and that's you know that's going to be the Apple workout area because I want to start getting into some of those some of those yoga workouts.
1: Oh, they're really good, man. I think you'll enjoy them.
0: Yeah, I just I hate wearing my watch when I'm working out. That's okay, <laughs> used to it. But yeah. yeah, you don't have to. Like it, it,
1: it does give you extra metrics. But that, that, who cares, right? Yeah. You're working out. Who needs the metric?
0: We've yeah. we talked I'm, uh, about this yeah. ad nauseum on this show. <laughs> I'm not Tim fucking Ferris. I don't need to keep yeah. a journal. I Just exactly. Do I feel better when I'm done? Yes. Mission accomplished. Exactly. All right. Um, no, I I think that's actually a pretty decent idea. So that'll be good. Yeah.
1: I, th- I think it is too.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and they're finally bringing health to the iPad OS. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Where I will never look at it, just like I look, exactly. don't look at it on my phone. <laughs> awesome. I, I don't want to know any of that. Can't get a calculator, but we can get the health app. Yeah. Or <laughs> like working idiot. weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, give that a give that ghost <laughs> up. I'm just going to put a calculator on an iPad. How fucking hard is that? Come on. I know. That's insane. <laughs> um, I got a new update, uh, a new updated app this week, Farago or Farago mm-hmm. 2 by Rogue Amoeba, which uh, Farago is the basically the sound bite, soundboard application. It's right. really nice.
1: God, I remember trying the demo out when they first released it with you.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. They finally got to version two, which is a whole – looks like an entire rewrite. The UI is much nicer. Um, I don't have anything set up on this computer, so you are spared. (laughs) Spared (laughs) all my sound bites. Uh, The really cool thing, though, which, you know, finally – and this makes me really happy – is they have Stream Deck integration. So that makes it really nice because I – I set up my Stream Deck with all of my sound bites because you can use it as a soundboard by just dragging MP3s into the buttons and making them play. Mm -hmm. But I was used to Farago because they – when you drag a sound into that, it keeps – it copies it and keeps a local library of it, which is important when you move computers and things like that. Well, I for some stupid reason assumed Stream Deck did the same thing and all of the samples from all the movies that I painstakingly created (laughs) myself – for like seven or eight hours of these things. I just, I, I threw the file or the folder away because I was changing machines and I thought it was someplace else and they're just all gone. <laughs> so Oops I haven't geez. redone them yet because <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 20 anymore. I don't have time for that. Exactly. But uh, for yeah, uh, 49 bucks new, uh, 25 bucks if you already have version one, it's Mac only. All the stuff I'm about to mention is Mac only. So I'll make it quick. Um since it is Rogue Amoeba, you can get a deal if you bundle it with Loopback, which mm-hmm. is a, another app that is a must have if you do audio on the Mac. Loopback is, it, it just is that, you know, if Loopback got Sherlock, I'd be okay with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, just build it in already.
0: Yeah. And the other thing that uh, should be built in is this app that they have called Sound Source, which mm-hmm. is a drop down sound manager that lets you, thank God. Change volumes based on all sorts of parameters, but most notably app by app. I attend a lot of Zoom meetings and I work on a lot of audio. And sometimes I just want the Zoom meeting to shut the fuck up while I do something else. <laughs> you can't do that. I, I I found a way using loopback to go create just a phantom sound source that I could set uh, zoom to to shut it up and then go back to it and turn it back on, but with sound source you can just drag drag a slider it's expensive for what it is it's thirty nine dollars that's a lot for i yeah. that seems so like if a you 990- have a need for it there yeah. it is. Yeah. i'm 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 getting it so you know i would prefer yeah. it be nineteen ninety nine or even better nine ninety nine it seems it's like John. a 999. slash o g <laughs> yeah it really <laughs> does seem like a nine ninety nine type of thing but right whatever um New browser is out called the Arc browser. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. I have not. It's interesting. It's still built on Chrome because it's built by uh, ex Instagram engineers, former heads of design at Tesla and Medium. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's a good thing for the t- <laughs> I'm not sure if those are selling points. <laughs> yeah. Um, a bunch of Google Chrome alums and a founding engineer of Amazon S3, alumni from Snap, Slack, and Pin- Pinterest. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so those are all the people that are behind this thing. And it it is um, trying to make a more pleasant browsing experience. It completely changes the paradigm of how 90% of your browser works, which is kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. The nice thing is, though, because I use Brave during the day, every day so when you fire up arc you can bring in all of your presets and everything from brave including mm-hmm. all of the stuff that's logged in and your um extensions everything it does like a full clone which is awesome for getting started um cool. it just takes some getting used to as far as the interface goes i swear to god it is twice as fast as brave is and brave all is these twice browsers as fast as start Chrome. off
1: all of these new browsers start off really fast, and by the time we're at version five, six, seven, or eight, they're yep. all slow as f again. So
0: yeah, as soon as the bloat um, rolls in. Yeah, the bloat rolls
1: in. I've also been seeing a lot of press releases about how there are new browsers coming. There's at least five or six that I've seen. I didn't put them in the show notes because I'll wait until it actually exists. Uh, that are all based on ChatGPT or AI or whatever. So mm-hmm. we have AI browsers coming soon. We'll I'm, gonna gonna, I'm gonna tell you who's
0: gonna. I'm tell you who's gonna win that right now, though. Edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, If you want an AI browser, you need Edge. Edge is the mm-hmm. only one that has BingBot integrated into it, and BingBot is basically ChatGPT, but with yep. access to real data, you know? Because mm-hmm. I, I was asking ChatGPT this morning, how much has Microsoft invested into OpenAI in total? It could right. only tell me $3 billion because it cuts <laughs> off. You know, it doesn't have the full context. So that's why, I, that's why I have a copy of Edge in my fucking, you know, doc now because <laughs> right. it actually works for the most yep. part. Um, now, the next thing is Adobe's Firefly. This looks amazing. Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, is this thing cool? Yeah. I am signed up. I, I got, I'm on the beta list. Please let me in. I pay you an ungodly amount of money every month. So I get <laughs> to use your products two times a week. <laughs> so yeah. Let me in. It's pretty
1: cool. I I signed up for it as well. I want to see this thing.
0: Oh man, if you have, if you don't know what we're talking about, you have to go see the videos. It is basically the AI, the generative AIification of Photoshop, Illustrator, probably After Effects at some point. yeah, um, yeah. it is the coolest thing that I've seen come through in decades. Hands uh, down.
1: Yeah. If you're if you're a if you're a designer right now, Pivot, <laughs> pivot. <laughs> Time to start thinking about pivoting.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, or you know, Wrangler. learn the prompts,
1: as we say. Yes. Firefly Wrangler.
0: That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, since Microsoft can't be outdone at this point, they they mm-hmm. have just released their AI powered designer called Designer. Because it's Microsoft yep. and they can't name anything. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, no, what? No, I had this very discussion with a coworker who was
1: like, "Oh, that's that's the dumbest name." I was like, "It's Microsoft. Look at their names: Windows, Office, Designer. It's right on brand." <laughs> okay, what the
0: fuck does Excel mean then? You're, I don't know. Okay, just it. You t- <laughs> <laughs> why is it? Yeah. Why is their mail program called Entourage? Outlook. Ah, uh, and the Mac, it's Entourage. Hmm. At least it used to be. And, and what the fuck does Outlook mean? <laughs> the- I'm, I'm, okay. I'm looking out at my emails. Yes. I'm looking out my windows. <laughs> I'm looking at my weekend disappear. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyways, I, I, I'm very excited about this too. I, I really want to try this out.
0: It's so, out. You have a PC.
1: Yep. Go for it. Yep. I intend to. It's am I downloaded on my laptop. I just haven't had a chance to load it up yet.
0: All right, uh, Grammarly Go has finally re- uh, launched. It's basically a version of Grammarly with ChatGPT built into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it write me a tweet last night. All right, because it's built in. It's built into the browser. So uh, let me see what my tweet was. I forgot what. I even forgot what it said. It was so unmemorable because I basically wrote it to see if um, anybody would would like it. That was one like, <laughs> but I have to pull it up on my phone because of course, like I said, I'm on a different machine and it wouldn't let me do my do. So here's what I said. Working hard tonight to get everything ready for tomorrow's GOG podcast recording. Meanwhile, my furry friends are providing some background noise with their snoring and farting. Hashtag multitasking. Hashtag dog life. Well, so, see,
1: if you want to get likes now that you've got that blue check, you just have to tweet something kind of vaguely authoritarian or against women. Yeah, yeah. And you'll
0: get tons of likes. Ooh, oh, man, if I really want some new followers, I just got to get racist. That's it.
1: Yeah, that's it. You just yep. got to go racist.
0: Yep, that's about no it. No choice, really. <laughs> So hopefully, Grammarly Go doesn't have any guardrails, and they'll let me uh, Hitlerize <laughs> Hitlerize my Hitlerize my tweets. New, new right. uh, Hitlerize my That's tweets with GPT. You,
1: we need to write a plugin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: god. Uh, well, Snapchat tried to do the AI shuffle and have failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> Over the past week, Snapchat's average US App Store review was 1.67, with 75 percent of reviews being one star. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, previously it was 3.05, with 35 percent of reviews being one star. This all comes out because they put in a new feature called My AI, which mm-hmm. nobody likes. So. Okay. That's right. about that. Well, it's Snapchat. <laughs> it is Snapchat. And and their earnings are out too. They did mm-hmm. their earnings per share are one cent adjusted <laughs> from a loss of one from a loss of one cent that was expected. So they, you know, two hundred percent. There you go. <laughs> yeah, they made nine hundred and eighty nine million dollars, uh, but they were expected to do one point one billion, one point oh one billion. And I'm like I'm still like, who's on Snapchat to generate one billion dollars in revenue? <laughs> I still don't know anybody that uses it anymore.
1: 383
0: million daily active users. That's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. lot. That's, that's not nothing. Nope. <laughs> uh, but they do say that the average uh, revenue per user was $2.58 versus $2.63. That's right. not very much.
1: No. No, it's not.
0: No. I, it, and, and that comes down to the point where it's like, why don't you let people pay you $3 and stop dealing with the yeah. ad bullshit? Oh, yeah. wait, they tried that. Nobody, t- nobody paid because uh, they used them well. as beta testers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a uh, little bit of hardware here. I needed, so I have. A, I recreated my COVID setup at home so I could work mm-hmm. in the evenings. Got out my, you know, at Veridesk monster beast and all this other stuff, but I didn't have any speakers at home, and I needed some studio monitors to listen to some of the audio. And I, I went through Amazon. I'm like, there's got to be something cool and new, some cool computer speakers that sound really good for studio. And I couldn't find anything that was like under $300. I'm like, oh. Yeah. So Presonus <laughs> makes a really, really nice set of three-and-a-half-inch near-field studio monitors called the Aeris. They're $99. Bucks. Um, I, I have a set at the office and because I didn't want to get something this big because they're, they're, they're not big for studio monitors. But to get at least enough sound, you need them somewhat big. Yeah. They're fantastic. hundred bucks. Cool. Even like normal computer speakers now are more than that. They're like 150 bucks for just computer speakers you used to be able to get for 10 bucks at Fry's. Yeah. Um, But I love these things. I mean, if you need really good studio quality audio and it's nice, it's got a headphone jack on the front. It's got an aux in on the front too. So you can just plug in an extra sound source if you want. That is a nice feature. It's really nice. It's really nice. The only bummer is that there's no... uh, a separate volume for the headphone and the output. So if you want to listen on your headphones and have it through the speakers, you've got to keep unplugging and plugging it back in. That's right. the only downside. But for 99 bucks, what the fuck you want, man?
1: <laughs> Get a splitter. You're
0: fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I am talking to you right now on the Rode NT1 fifth generation condenser microphone with SM6 shock mount and pop filter black. Mm-hmm. I needed another large condenser microphone for – Define need. Uh, for the books that I'm reading. My okay. the the one that I was using uh, was not good with my voice. That was the Neumann, uh, was it TLS or one hundred two TLS one hundred two? I think okay. um, it, that's that's the cheap ver- cheapest Neumann that you can get, and there's yeah. a reason it's the cheapest Neumann you can get. Yeah. It's, it ain't that great. Um, so I needed to get something that could replace that that wasn't as much as a Neumann. I needed something cheap. Uh, and everybody has been. I've seen these things used forever. A lot of musicians use them because it is a condenser mic, not a mm-hmm. um, dynamic mic like I usually use for podcasting. Yeah, this yeah. thing is two hundred and fifty bucks. But here's the here's the game changer on it. This is the the reason I picked this. It's the new version. It's the fifth generation. They say inside where the XLR cable goes, when you take that out, tucked away in the back, the USB C port. Oh, so that's nice. You can plug it directly into your computer. And this is the first microphone that has, you know, built-in digital signal processing straight to the computer. So you don't need an interface or anything that will actually let you do 32-bit float recording straight from the mic to the computer. Cool. Fucking incredible. 250 bucks. It's not bad. (laughs) No. And it comes with the shock mount and the pop filter. So. Hmm. Okay. And I cool. and I'm hoping it sounds okay. This is actually run through an interface. This isn't used using the the USB-C cable. This is going through my Universal Audio Apollo Twin X. So, yeah. It's going to sound a little different, but
1: uh you've I, sounded exactly the same to me on every single episode
0: since one. Per, okay. <laughs> That's why I do the editing. Yep. <laughs> and uh yeah, who has the degree? No. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Um, So I like it. I like it. And I think this is a – it's not such a – it's not a great portable mic, I would say, because of the shock mount and all that stuff. You can take it and put it on a stand, you know, sure. But it doesn't – it's not really made to go on anything but this shock mount. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't know if this is something you'd want to take on the road. If you're going to get something to take on the road, like check out the Shure MV7, that line. They've got a couple new ones in there. But – for 250 bucks for a home microphone that is in a decently treated room, it's a pretty good buy, I think. So yep. stick it with it, it. Looks good. Yep. And uh, something that I can't buy anymore because I can't even use the drones I have, the DJI Mavic 3 Pro came out this week. And mm-hmm. the only reason I'm putting this in here, I mean, it's expensive. It's twenty between 22 and $4,800. You got to look at the thing. The thing looks sci-fi finally. It's got right. this three-lensed monstrosity on the front, and it reminds me of the uh, robot from the new robot reboot in Lost in Space.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a little frightening looking, isn't it? Scary. Yeah, I don't. I would not want to see that flying at me. No, it it, it
0: just gives you that kind of reptilian, ugh, yep. you know. Yeah.
1: There's like something is wrong with kill it. me.
0: Uh huh. Yep. Yep. And in the future, it just might. It
1: Check just out the next might. season
0: of Black Mirror. <laughs> As soon as ChatGPT gets onto that thing, we're screwed. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and finally, and in my in my doodads portion of the show, I've been mm-hmm. wearing jazz vans for uh, forty years. You mm-hmm. know the old school skater vans. Yeah. I but now that I'm old, I can't wear them as much because there's no padding on the bottom. They hurt there's my no feet. No support. There's nothing. <laughs> they are. It's like wearing Converse, like old school Chuck Taylor Converse. It is a sheet of rubber in the road, and that's it. Yep. Yep. So, I'm thinking, I know that when uh, Nike bought uh, Converse, they upped the game on them and put padding in them and turned them into real shoes that you could wear. Yes. Um, So, I was just, I'm like, did Vans ever do anything like that? And voila, Vans MTE is a thing. So, uh, the MTE, I don't really care what it stands for. (laughs) Let me see if I can find it here. No, it doesn't really say much here. No, but I'm sure okay. they're going to try to get a copyright on it. MTE. I think it says it if I take my shoes off and look in the tongue. But anyway, these are these are kind of like outdoor hiking shoes for the most part. Yeah. Um, but the they have all different styles that don't look anything like Vans. They right? don't look like Vans. Yeah. No, but they do make one called the Skate High. Um, oh, I
1: see it. I just found it. Yeah, yeah,
0: the Skate High BOA <laughs> MTE two shoes. Uh, they look just like regular Vans. They've got these these incredible soles that are just amazingly non slip, um, and they're just comfortable. I've been wearing these things for a month now, nonstop. I do take them off to sleep and shower, but you know <laughs> during the day, I, I these are all that I've worn. They still look like they're new. There's t- still tons of tread on them, even though I'm still you know walking like you know anywhere between ten and fifteen thousand steps a day. So they're they're lasting, which is amazing. That's what Converse never did. Um, yeah. Check them out, man. If you want some Vans for old people. They are really mm. comfortable walking shoes, and they're uh, waterproof, I believe, too, for snow nice. days. Have to
1: pick up a pair of these. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're very cool. Very cool.
1: Because my Converse are falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. I love my Converse, but they're falling
0: apart. It's time, Brian. It's time. Yep. At the library, I'm changing my. My at the library tack here brian i'm going mm-hmm. for going for a different type of book right now okay so, it is, my first book is by Carl Sagan. It's called mm-hmm. the Demon Haunted World: Science is a Candle in the Dark. Have you read uh, this book? I have not you should read this book okay <laughs> <laughs> this is a really good book um it's it's from the mid nineties I don't know if it was right. his last book or whatnot, but it's 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 his musings on how the world is falling apart. <laughs> how great he, he basically <laughs> predicted 2023, you right. know, talking about uh, how how the media has destroyed the world with their sound bitification of everything. Like, right. OK, so there's Twitter right there. Um, mm-hmm. And just it, it's a it's a laundry list of Everything that you know is starting to come back. People believing in crystals and psychics oh and all that God. crap. He's like,
1: oh my God, there's like, so much of that everywhere now.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's all in the book. I'm telling mm. you, he's predicted everything. It's 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 incredible. And yeah. it's read. The audio book is read by Carrie Elway's, which is you know, how can how can you not love a book read by the Dread Pirate Roberts? <laughs> come that's on, that's true. That's true. Yeah. there's a little. Stuff all right, I will read at the this, beginning.
1: even though it'll depress me.
0: Uh, it's not actually that depressing because it's okay. Carl Sagan. It's still, you know, yeah, everything sucks, but here's the way out of it. You know, it's like <laughs> science. <laughs> here's everything. the turn we will not be taking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and it's just to go on the other opposite end of the spectrum, I'm reading Soul Boom, Why We Need a Spiritual Revolution by Rain Wilson. Okay. Great book. Fascinating. Uh-huh. I had no idea about his history with uh, the religion that he was brought up in. And how much he's actually – how much thought he's put behind this stuff and it's how deep he is into it. Um, right. uh, he was a 12-step or two. He got sober uh, from a 12-step program and kind of got back into his spiritual side. And it's a really, really well-written book so far. And both of these I'm like halfway through. But it's nice to – I'm trying to have balance with the type of stuff that I read now. So. Yeah. Don't go down that. Read like seventeen of the same book. You know, we we have the standing rule where if you're reading part of a trilogy, you have to read a book in between. You're not exactly. allowed to go to the next book. So yeah. I'm just trying to shift back and forth. Like a one day I'll walk and it'll be science. The next day it'll be woo woo. So <laughs> <laughs> must must have balance. Okay. And uh, as I'm a truly old person now, and I have to read this damn Alcoholics Anonymous big book every day, mm-hmm. I was I I have bad eyes. I have bad eyes. So I went to Amazon and I did buy the Alcoholics Anonymous large print, abridged, fourth edition, does not include personal stories, paperback. Brian, I have a large print old man book now. I was okay, kind of hey, hoping hey. you'd go memento with this and <laughs> just tattoo it all over your body. Hey, the day's day's not over, man. <laughs> day's not over. Because the, the reason I have to read it so much is because I have no memory anymore. Since the stroke I get, I've, I've got the memory of a goldfish. Right. So it's, but- this thing is huge. It's like, you know, it's like a menu at Denny's, but I can read it. So, All right. There's Excellent. that. That works. Closing shout outs. Over at Patreon, we've got Justin. Welcome, Justin.
1: Thank you, Justin. Over at PayPal, we've got Derek, Mark, Charlie, and Jason, who gave us $250. bucks. All right. Pretty impressive. And he Very says, impressive. Grumpy Old Geeks and a bribe. Brian, that was <laughs> the Grumpy Old Geek who tried to get you to say, Asoka correctly before but you didn't get it right you keep saying Osaka which is a city in Japan when it should be Asoka I'm now trying to bribe you to pronounce the Star Wars series correctly I still love the show but don't like how you butcher the name of a Star Wars character's name keep on grumping and for Jason Deliveroo from Jason now Jason what you have done is disincentivized me from saying <laughs> any name correctly because Ever if again. you send me 250 bucks I can't wait, wait to talk about the new
0: Abby Won Kneebi series coming up <laughs> What's funny is I kept hearing you say it and I know how it's spelled and I thought I was giving you the benefit of the doubt because I didn't want to be that Star Wars pet ant that everybody hates. (laughs)
1: Like Jason is? Yeah. Except he softened the blow with two hundred and fifty bucks. You know, it's just one of those, you know, when you get a word stuck in your head and it's just not right and you just can't dislodge it and you keep saying it that way. Yeah, exactly. It's (laughs) that that is that is the word for me. So I will attempt to make sure I rewire my brain prior to the series starting because God knows we're going to talk about it a lot or I'll just keep doing it and you keep. (laughs) Paying me
0: money, keep sending money. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, dude, Jason, we could set you up with a recurring subscription. Since <laughs> how
1: about every time I say it wrong, you send us fifty bucks?
0: Yep. Hey, hey, yep. Well, maybe I should go delivero. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much jason thanks jason. much appreciated uh over at derek we've got uh, 40 over bucks at derek yeah over at derek over at stripe over at derek's derek. place yeah so yeah you know everybody keeps sending us some money we need it and uh it, it, our place is your place mi Sukasa. Su over mm-hmm. at stripe we've got uh, derek for the 40 bucks thank you very much we've also got derek or <laughs> i'm stuck on derek it's derek's all the way down daryl ashley and adam <laughs> And Osaka. And Osaka. Deliver! No!
1: (laughs) And we got a new five-star review this week from The Bog Witch. That's a great name. Mm -hmm. Falsely advertised, these chaps are neither old nor grumpy. Or if they are, they're not as old as grumpy... And as grumpy as me, some weeks they're positively upbeat. They spot hype trends in tech and call them out with unnerving accuracy and even force their regular security correspondent to abandon security and talk about Disney shows. (laughs) I listen every week when I need cheering up. Grumpy, my arse. Now, to be fair to us, we did attempt to keep doing security. That's more Dave's Dave's move.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think Dave is so fucking sick of security from all his other shows. He wants to come just fart fart around with us. Yeah, seriously.
0: (laughs) And who are we to, to, you know, deny a man his fartage? Exactly. <laughs> well, I do want to. I do want to put in my weekly advertisement for Patreon for only as for as little as I should say three dollars a month. You can sign up and get the show ad free and in high res. But uh, we will still pronounce things probably wrong all the time. Yes, that's yes. <laughs> so, our thing. It is. Well, it's your thing mostly. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh big R.I.P. to Picard tips and Riker, Riker, not Riker, Riker googling over at Twitter. Oh, who's mispronouncing a, things now, motherfucker? I know. So you got you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been infected, <laughs> infected. Uh, <laughs> So two of my favorite accounts, but they say... Mine I, too. Yeah. Thank you for nine years of Googling and laughing with me. Most of my accounts are now suspended. This account is ending intentionally, so you can still scroll back and see the old tweets. Well, that was very considerate. And I've got links to the two accounts now on Mastodon. Yeah. So, which will you'll, never, which you'll that. never see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a, that's a bummer. That's a bummer. Swear Trek is still alive and well, though. So... Oh, good, good. That's okay. still going. Yeah, that's a sad one. Uh, another sad one. Jerry Springer has died at 79. Mm-hmm. I know some people hate him. Some people love him. I was in the middle, but more towards the love side. I, I thought yeah. he was a, I thought he was a good guy. I thought he did good stuff.
1: I did, think he was a good guy. I, I do despise the TV show and everything that that created. But uh, overall, yeah, the guy had a heart of gold, actually. So, yeah. yeah.
0: So mm-hmm. uh, somebody else that had a heart of gold. Harry Belafonte was 96. He died this week as well. Been listening to Deo constantly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I I was uh I was on a jury with his daughter for 13 seconds before she said, "Yeah, I, I'm going to be biased." I was in a car accident. Can I go now? And the judge is like, "Yeah, get out of here." <laughs> nice. Then I was stuck on the damn jury jerk. Anyway, until next time, I'm Jason DeFilippo, and I'm Brian Schulmaster. <laughs> thanks for listening to grumpy old geeks
1: if you enjoy the show visit gog.show slash donate to help us keep the lights on and we'll love you forever you can also help us out by sharing the show with your friends and enemies it's easy and absolutely free show notes for this episode are at gog.show slash 599 from there you can find links to everything we talked about in this episode as well as links to our swag and discord channel if you want to buy some stuff or chat with us and other show fans you can also head over to gog.show slash contact and send us your feedback or questions so we can read on the air and if you're so inclined, please head over to gogshow slash review and toss us a snarky review and preferably five stars.
0: Stay grumpy. Deliveroo! And hey, Brian, next episode, 600. What are we going to do? 600. Anything
1: special? I was just thinking we should probably take down our swag because nobody's bought any for
0: like five years. <laughs> well, that would require work. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> okay, on to 600.
1: Three men of the planet Zeist, hear me. You gather together in secret for the last time. You suffer under the yoke of General Katana's rule for the last time. And you stand without a leader for the last time. Will you lead us, Ramirez? No, I'm not your leader. But because I see with eyes different from yours, I see a man with a great destiny before him. Who is he? Show him to us. Let him show himself. Let him feel the quickening! Yes, you!
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.